2: Oh, come on, you know, I don't watch that shit. Why uh,
0: not?
2: Too scared? No, no, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big breasted girl who can't act, who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! And
1: welcome to
2: Kim and Kat. Stay alive! Maybe.
1: We are a horror movie comedy podcast, and this week I, Lauren Ketrin Porter Martin, am going to be the teller of the tale. We are going to
2: spoil the fuck out of this movie, and I, Kim Burns, am going to try to stay alive. Good luck. Thank you. Uh,
1: shall we toast? China holes out. Tits up. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I got my white claw back, my favorite flavor, natural lime. I am (laughs) into it. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be a good day. It is going to be a good day. How are you doing, my love? Uh, I'm doing well. Um... Good. (laughs) How are you? I am a little cranky today, but for no other reason than hormonal things sure um my hatter cat has been having some health issues so i'm a little on edge but all of his tests came back normal and he is just a sensitive little uh inflammatory bowel disease little baby Uh so we're just having to do so many things to try to make him feel better and i have not lost my complete and utter shit which has happened in the past when my kids get sick
2: well so. snaps to you
1: thank you thank you I've only lost some of my shit but I still am retaining some <laughs> shit that's <good. laughs> yeah it's good. usually it's just all of your shit all over the place all of my shit all over the place how is your shit contained or it's pretty contained great yeah I love it feeling that's okay. wonderful yeah
2: I don't know what's been going on. Just um lots of fun podcast things. It's a fun month. And yeah. um went on a
1: date last night, a virtual date, which I have not even heard about Yate <laughs> yet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know why I said Yate. Uh congratulations. Uh, thank you. Yeah, we talked for a
2: long time. Um it was definitely one of those things where it's like all of a sudden it was midnight and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize it was midnight. So that's always fun. And then yeah, um, we're supposed to go out, I, I think, meet in in person in the real world uh, next week, hopefully.
1: That's exciting. I love this.
2: Yeah. I also saw a blast from the past. <laughs> I just never know who's going to listen. God damn it. And he knows that I talk yeah. about shit so Gary's going to Gary. He's gonna <laughs> listen
1: just to hear about himself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's true um, luckily neither
1: I, of us say anything that we wouldn't say directly to someone's face oh hell so. yeah no 100 percent. we're
2: very open
1: <laughs> and honest with each other so it's
2: fine um yeah but yeah someone I dated a year ago and definitely talked about on the podcast definitely cried <laughs> all the things um kind of reached back out to me yeah and so I was like sure I'll like meet you for lunch um and it was interesting because he was like wow you're just I don't know, like, I felt really good in who I am now. Like, I feel like yep. I've healed and grown so much
1: over the past year, and it was, like, a nice way to look back on it <laughs> in that way. <laughs> yeah, and I was, I was actually talking to Eric about it, like, obviously, giving him the play-by-play. Um, and uh, one thing that I commented on was, like, I was like, yeah, this guy, like, really noticed a huge difference in, like, who Kim is. And I was like, and if I trace it, I can see it like if I'm analyzing it but like it's not like shocking to me like she's still Kim and Eric was like yeah "Yeah, it's the it's the frog in the boiling water though that it's like if you do you know that expression I don't know tell me the frog in the boiling water if you put a frog into cold water and let it come up to a boil Uh. they don't notice that they're eventually boiling right however if you take a frog and put it into boiling water they're like this is hot right yeah so, like, we were put in in cold yeah, water. We're all on the this journey together. Yes. This yeah. gentleman was put in when the water was already boiling. And this was, like, a year later. Yeah. Like,
2: he was just, like, you just, like, don't give a fuck about me. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, like, yeah. Like, but in, yeah. like, the best way. Not that I don't care about things. But it's just, like, I'm not trying to, like, I don't know. Well, no. I was going to say. I
1: guess. I don't know. If that's even the right word. Impress anyone yeah. or I don't. Something like that. You know what I mean? No, you just give a fuck about very different things now. Yeah. Like, you're not putting undue sure. emphasis on on uh, things that you can't control or things that aren't healthy or, th- or whatever. Like, you're giving fucks about things you're choosing to give fucks about.
2: Yeah. And I'm not, like, forcing anything with anyone. Like, I'm just, like – no, I'm, like, genuinely, like, ready for my person, want it to be my lifelong thing, mm-hmm. not going to be dating anyone that's not interested in that, you know, exploring if, if that is us. Um, yeah. And – if it's not then that's cool mm-hmm. like it's not anything before i like really really wanted it in a way that was like please it's Making because of my attachment it. style like, always yeah. it was just like my anxious attachment style like attaching to people which i very much did with him yeah. um
1: you were just living in a state of trigger yeah yeah yeah, yeah trigger. totally so
2: um it was yeah it was some nice untriggered uh experiences in a I good love that. way
1: so i feel good about that I think that's great. Yeah, I'm definitely living in a a similarly untriggered state, which is very cool. I'm like, even though like right now I'm cranky and like had a like cranky day, I guess I was able to identify like, oh, like hormonally speaking, this is the time where I'm and like have less patience but like I don't feel like my world is crumbling about me right um which is uh it's super great to like not feel like your world is ending (laughs) all the time I like can agree to that I attest to that a hundred (laughs) percent yeah like it's just I mean things still piss me off but I don't yeah my world doesn't end yeah it's Wow. It's pretty cool evolution and growth people it's uh pretty, pretty cool yeah it's pretty <laughs> awesome it's pretty pretty cool um <laughs> yeah let me let's get some business out of the
2: way real yeah, got quick things um so this is the 21st of october that this is coming out mm-hmm. so on the 24th of october we are going to be at Ethereal Film Fest, which is um, in Texas. I think Austin. Um, yeah, and we won't be in Austin. It will be no. We will we'll be in there. a virtual um, Women in Horror panel, um, and that's going to be at four thirty Pacific time, and it's six thirty Texas time, p.m. Um, so Saturday the twenty fourth. And so mm-hmm. I guess if you want to do just the panel, it's like five bucks on their website. So I can do a little show note link to that. So
0: that
2: should be pretty cool and fun to talk with like some other ladies in horror.
1: And speaking of live events that we're doing, we have made yet another update to our Patreon. So if you are currently subscribed at our Laurie Strode level, uh, we have added a new benefit where you are able to attend uh, select live events for three. Yeah. So this is one of those events. So if you are at our Laurie Strode level and would like to uh, attend this panel virtually, contact us and we'll get you a ticket. Totes.
2: Yeah. Speaking so, of Patreon, you have until of... October 31st to join.
1: <laughs> or yes. die. Or die. Um, <laughs> um, no. No.
2: If you join by October 31st, you will be entered to win our handmade original Funko Pops of Kim and Kat. Yeah, you guys. And we just posted pictures on the social media, and they're so cute. They are. They're just so cute
1: little buddies, and I love them, and I want to win them myself. Yeah. (laughs) They're adorable. (laughs) And we are, just so you know, like, we are going to be, these are going um, to go to one of our patrons uh we're gonna uh draw the winner on Halloween night depending on I love that you posted that Kim so depending on what tier you're on is how many entries you get
2: yeah Um, like the first tier you get one entry the second tier you get two etc etc etc
1: yeah uh if you guys are interested in these and having more made uh they sort of have to be made in bulk because they are you know they're handmade they're made by a specific incredible artist you can follow him at um all-star custom figures uh, and on social media media. and and he's uh, an etsy shop too yeah he's an etsy shop i just lost my train of thought oh if you're interested in these they kind of have to be made in bulk so like message us let us know because we are looking into having more made but it sort of has to be a you know a community of people that might be interested yeah in and them. they will so. be
2: like because they're handmade and things like that and original like you know they're not going to be like the $30 Funko Pops you get at Spirit Halloween they are yes. going to be we don't know exactly how much but I think a couple hundred uh, yeah the, I the will more be the price ish so like yeah basically joining Patreon will be cheaper than that
1: <laughs> exactly and also like there is a scenario where like the more th- the more people that are interested in order them, uh, the more the price can oh, be brought down. Okay. But again, they're still going to be in that, you know, $100 plus range because, as Kim said, they are handmade. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but let us know.
2: Yeah. We're really excited about them. They're very cute. They're so cute. They're and so then, freaking cute. Um, the last thing is on October 30th, we're going to do a little... Just live stream details to come. I think it'll be like six p.m. Pacific time um, Mm -hmm. with our friend Paige Madame Apar, and um, it's gonna be like drunk history but drunk horror where we like tell a tale um, and without taking notes or anything a movie tale (laughs) and she tries to stay alive. I'm but we'll tell more details about that next week.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm super excited about that. I think that's gonna be really really fun.
2: It's gonna be like Uh, my my third drink in, since January, so uh, oh,
1: should be interesting. Yeah, I'm like, bitch, you better stay alive because otherwise you're going to be wasty pants. <laughs> I'm excited to
2: drink some pumpkin beer, though. I have to find Ooh. some.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I like that idea. Yeah, See, what I was going to do over here, but it's less fun when I just had the realization that we're going to be in different places. I keep continuously forgetting that we're in different places um but maybe i'll tell you anyway and maybe share the recipe with you if i come up with something good uh i was gonna do some sort of like lemon drop situation Mm -hmm. but with an autumnal vibe Mm. see what i could come up with
2: yeah i was thinking about maybe going back to old trusty who i have not had in so long our friend screwball peanut butter whiskey Oh yeah, and then some pumpkin beer, yeah. Ooh, if, if this is going to be my only drinking for probably a while.
1: I want it to mm-hmm. be things
2: that are delicious.
1: Yeah. Well, don't get too hungover on the thirtieth because on the thirty-first we're having a magical shot that's just all magic. Okay, but it also alcoholic. So oh no. Good luck. Do we have any other? I don't know. What should nose? we be for Halloween?
2: I mean, we can't go anywhere or do anything, but I know. we're going to backyard. I was almost said barbecue. We're going <laughs> to backyard, backyard fire pit, social distance, so we could take probably a picture yeah. near each other-ish
1: yeah. of yeah. something. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, it's going to be weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll figure something out. But if anybody has any suggestions of, like, I don't want to say Easy, because that's not. Um, but yeah, because Halloween like is weird now this like year. Yeah,
2: yeah, we were thinking yeah. about maybe tragedy girls, or I was even thinking of just getting some like cool long like black, like witchy
1: dresses since we'll be doing oh, witchy girl. spells. Girl, you know that that is majama lama ding dong. Okay. Mm-hmm. I always want an excuse you to dress like, like a fucking witch. Yeah, I love and you it. Get hats. Yes, I love this idea. just witch it up. Let's fucking be witches for life. just for life. (laughs) I guess that's it. Do you want me to tell you a movie? Yeah, you do.
2: Okay. I have no idea what it is. Ms. Burns. (laughs) All I know is Ketchum has sent me reaction videos of her watching
1: it. I was like, I don't even know what your face is doing. I can't quite read it. (laughs) Yeah. So it's my birthday month. Okay, so I decided to give myself a little present and I even texted Kim and I was like, what if I do a movie that doesn't exactly have to do with like Halloween and you kindly gave me permission to do that? Spoiler alert. It does have some Halloween vibes, so I didn't even need to tell you. Um, But in addition to a birthday present to myself, I found out that it was actually a trick and a treat. (laughs) And I'm... (laughs) Very excited. Oh my, I want a treat. So, I'm actually not going to tell you the name of the movie quite yet. I'm going okay. to get a few sentences in and then tell you the name of the movie. Okay. 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 All right. So, dead or alive? This is very exciting. Yeah. David, dead. Luke, alive. Anna, alive. Mom, dead. Dad, dead.
2: Uh, The Wire. The Wire, HBO's.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Dead. Hat, alive. Zeke, alive. Uh, Ethan, dead. Wow. Kim. Impressively bad or impressively good? Impressively good. I'm super impressed. Wow. Okay. All right. So here we go. And then I'll tell you the director and all that after I get through a couple sentences. Combat boots running down a dirt road uh and by dirt road i don't mean through a forest i mean through like um the midwest montana so it's like plains okay Okay. so just like nothing for miles right sure uh appears to be army boots and like a you know army backpack that kind of thing okay and we see like a halloween scarecrow in somebody else's yard uh meaning like the head is a jack-o'-lantern and we see a family then we cut to a family at breakfast mom dad uh son daughter is already somewhere and the husband and the son leave and the mom is then okay have a nice day and she's sitting alone at the dining room table but then she's like her face just kind of falls into Mm -hmm. a state of sadness Mm -hmm. and we see the camera on um like a memorial photograph of a soldier Mm, who clearly died in battle and she's just sitting there staring at it then it cuts to her sitting in a chair also just staring at this photo oof so then the doorbell rings Hello. she's like I live in the middle of fucking nowhere who would be at my door she opens the door and it is (laughs) dan stevens oh Oh, and um it's uh i don't know if they did something to make his eyes even (laughs) fucking bluer (laughs) than they already are but i had to catch my breath oh it was um it was uh breathtaking it was (laughs) exceptional i want to see a picture yeah and i have a lot of like theories about like why this was just like clearly a career move on Dan Stevens's part we'll get into that later so the movie that I'm doing is The Guest uh and let me tell you all the info about it so it was made in 2014 okay Uh, Which is interesting. We'll get to it. It's so minor. But they have like a very specific fashion choice that I was like, really? This was made in 2014, not 2002. Um, So it was directed by Adam Wingard. And it was written by Simon Barrett. And the Adam Wingard name sounded very familiar to me. It does sound familiar. Yeah. um, And it's because he directed The Blair Witch. Your next and VHS. Oh. oh. Yeah. So Wait. what? Yeah. The same person directed Blair Witch directed Your Next. Sorry. Two thousand uh twenty sixteen Blair Witch. I'm oh.
2: just not seeing that. I'm yeah. Like, I guess
1: they made a new Blair Witch in twenty sixteen, S- which is insane me? to me. Uh but no, your next, VHS, those would be You're the next. ones that like we know the most. Um oh my god, I love your next so much. Yeah, he's done a shit ton. Um, Okay, so here we go. So mom has opened the door. Dan's blue eyes turn around. Hello. And he is so polite and sweet. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hi, Mrs. Peterson. Hi. I'm David. Hi, David. I I was a friend of your son, Caleb's. Question number one, Kim. Yes. An an extremely attractive soldier that says he was very close with your dead son uh, says to you, can I come in? What do you do? What does she do?
2: Uh, I think she's like, but of course. And... um...
1: Okay. Well, I mean... Let's be real. It's tough because your vagina already let him in. (laughs) So, (laughs) but it's tough.
2: Yeah, my one door is already open. (laughs) Um, but I feel like I don't. Obviously I'm gonna be mourning and things, but I also feel like I don't know I don't I guess I you know what? I mean what am I gonna be like no? Boof but also I wanted to be like show me your ID but like I don't know who you are. I guess like right. show me your army ID, but like I don't know what that means really. <laughs> um, um
1: I'm I'm gonna give so. you I'm going to give you a point for her. She lets him in. And I'm going to give you a point for you for just having, like, a moment of pause. Like, just, like, like being like, vagina, quiet. I need to use my – you know what I mean? Just yeah. like a moment. Yeah. I think that that is important Sure. when a stranger comes to your door to be like, is this my the grief over my dead son inviting this person in? Or, like – would I invite a complete stranger in had he not just said that he was close with my dead son? See what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, that's the thing. If it, just as a
2: complete stranger, I'd be like, nah, bro. Yeah. Um, but so also, just like having, I don't know you.
1: Yeah. So just having a moment, a moment of pause got you a point. So uh, she offers to get him some water. Uh, he's like, yeah, that would be great. He's super quiet and sweet. You know, those like boys that are very like, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. And just like, like respect is a part of their personality. That's what we're seeing. Um, And she asks how he got there. And he's like, oh, I I ran from the bus station. And she's like, what? That's like very, very far from here. And he's like, I needed the exercise. And uh, she's like, "Where? Like, where? Why are you home? Like from the war?" Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Well, I was discharged." And he was like, "Well, not really discharged. I I spent some time in a hospital." And he's like, "But I'm fine. I just have a little bit of shrapnel in my back, Um, okay. Which is why I didn't come here sooner after after Caleb died, basically." Mm. And uh, he's like, "I was actually." with caleb when he died and i promised him that i would relay a message to you guys and he wanted me to tell each of you specifically that he loves you Mm
2: -hmm. and that
1: he was thinking of all of you up until the very very end oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah
2: okay thank you
1: yeah thank you so much And so he was like, I, this was part of my mission was to, like, make sure you knew that. And mom is like, can you excuse me? Obviously. And so now we cut to her, like, crying in the laundry room, in her laundry room. Uh, She comes back out and she sees that Dan is, whose name is David, but, like, Dan David. That's, um, he's looking at the picture on the mantel okay and one of the pictures so like there's a picture of caleb but then like next to it there's a picture of like his platoon i think okay. like his group sure yeah group and uh group. yeah and dan like points to himself and he's like there i am oh and we look oh, at the picture wow. and there he is i checked his id there we go yeah yeah that's him and he's like i i I really didn't mean to upset you. He's like, I, I probably should have called you. But, um, you know, I don't have a cell phone yet. And, you know, he's like, but I'm sorry. And he's like, I I should probably go. Um, I'll leave you. But it would be cool if like we could exchange emails. And Mrs. Peterson, mom, is like, no, no, no. Can you can you just stay a little bit longer? She's mm-hmm. like, my daughter uh, works nights and she sleeps really late, but I really, really like you to meet her. And so he's like, yeah, I'll I'll stay until your daughter wakes up. And he's like, you're not just being polite, are you? And she's like, no, I, I actually really like it if you stayed and I'd really love to hear more about Caleb.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, God. So <sighs> now we cut to the daughter waking up in bed and we cut to her coming into the living room she like hears people talking and she's like what the fuck and she's like in a little waitress uniform and she's and like a teenager she's 20 20 Okay. yeah uh and she looks very suspicious and teenagery, you know so like she comes out and like there's just a very much like hi totally babe, who's this person in my house sure. like that's kind of how she is um And she just is, like, kind of, like, making conversation, but, like, a teenager. So she's just, like, where are you staying? And he mentions, like, a hotel up the road. And at that point, Mom is, like, no, you're absolutely not staying in a hotel. Like, you can stay in Caleb's room. And the daughter is kind of, like, okay, well, I guess I'll see you later. Like, you know, just... (sighs) She's... (sighs) I It's not fair for me to just say she's being a teenager. Like this is weird. Like her brother died. I'm sure her parents have been weird since he died. And now, like a stranger is gonna say in her brother's room, like yeah. I'm sure she's having a lot of sure information yeah. to that's, process. That's a lot. And then, like also her like vagina is like wide open <laughs> <it's Dan laughs> she's just so it's like whopping it up. yeah, so it's just like very confusing for her right now, absolutely. So now we cut to mom showing him his Caleb's room, and he asks again if she's cool with this. Like, he's being very respectful of, like, I know that I'm here, but, like, you're grieving, and this is weird. And she's like, no, yes. And she's like, I I actually really think it'll be good for us. And she leaves, and he kind of, like, looks around the room, and then he sits on the edge of the bed and just stares straight ahead. (sighs) <sighs> At the wall. Mm-hmm. Sure. Great. Yeah. Okay. So now we cut to a school hallway and we see some ha- some Heinz. Heinz, some signs for the Halloween ketchup? dance. That's the, yep. Heinz ketchup. We see some signs for the Halloween dance and we see um, the son just like walking down the hallway. His name is Luke. So the daughter's name is Anna. Son's name is Luke. And he's just walking and four bullies come up and just like smash him up against the lockers like just true true pieces of shit mm-hmm. and poor kid just like just waits for them to leave like just stays like pressed up against the lockers waiting for them to get bored and walk off
2: <laughs> oh my god how many
1: times do i cry in this movie already yeah so he then <laughs> keeps walking and we now cut to after school, and his mom is picking him up. Miss Peterson is picking him up, and he kind of just like pulls his um, his hood in front of his eyes so that he can cover that, like he has a bruise mm-hmm. on his eye. Yeah, know. totally. And he's being a typical teenager as well, where she's like, "How's school?" And he's like, "Fine, God." Like, <laughs> <just> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh God, I remember those days. How was school? It's fine, God. Why are you always in my business? Um.
2: Okay, (laughs) My mom was like, what is that burn on your ankle? Like, what is that from? And I'm like, I don't know. I fell off the curb. Leave me alone.
1: Yeah. I fell off the curb, and it cut me in an exact heart shape way. (laughs) She's like, it doesn't Uh, look
2: like a cut. It looks like a burn. I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) And you're like, shut up, mom. I don't know where
1: it came from. Leave me alone. Um, So okay, So now we cut to Dan's face. Just at the kitchen table, Hi, staring Dad. straight ahead. Just a slight smile on his face, and those baby goddamn blues staring right into my soul. Oh, I thought you were and- say right into my pussy. Uh, that too. <laughs> that too. Staring right into my soul is in my pussy, so that's that's why. Oh right, true. Yeah, of course. Um, so that's where all our like- power is. It is very powerful. So then the camera like. Cuts to Luke and he we realize that Dan was like staring at Luke (laughs) and he's just like, so Uh, you knew my brother uh, and like it's it's weird. But like Dan is fully aware that he's just staring at a human. He's it's not like he's like lost in something like he's just staring. And uh, he's like, yeah, I I I was friends with your brother and he's like and dan wanted me to uh your caleb wanted me to tell you specifically that he loves you Mm -hmm. and so that's two down he's completed his mission for two out of the four family members and the brother is just you know has a surge of emotion as a teenage boy therefore doesn't know how to do with it do what to do with it and is awkward and he's just like uh thanks I guess oh no and I'm like no it's cool to just be like thank you I'm grieving for my dead brother and this brings up emotions but whatever so then we see that mom and dad are arguing at the other end of the hallway and the dad because he does not have a vagina that just immediately opened up to Dan Mm. Stevens is like You just like let a stranger in our house that WTF? That just like says he's friends with our like what is that about? Right. And uh, the mom is defending it obviously, and then he's like, "What if he has like the PTSD? Like that makes them crazy, just in like a way that's like really insensitive."
2: PTSD.
1: He says the the dad was. The dad was either making a very specific character choice or someone's uncle that they cast in the movie I'm not (laughs) I'm not clear which it is Uh, interesting yeah Uh, and so the mom is finally like the PTSD she's like what if Caleb had come back with that like would you be as judgmental and dismissive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. fair true yes thank you Yeah. So at that point, the dad's like, fine, fine, fine. So Dan is at the table with Luke. And he's like, I'm sorry your parents are fighting about me. Like, it's obvious. And then he's like, so you got hit. And Luke is like, yep, with a football. Mm. And Dan goes, yeah, I guess that could happen. And Luke is just like, "Okay." And then the dad comes in to the room and he's like well guess you're staying here you are i'm having a beer do you want one like he's just kind of manic like just sort of just sort of manic and dan is like no no i'm good but thank you sir and then the mom comes in she's like dinner's in an hour luke why don't you go do some homework okay so now we cut to daughter anna and it's nighttime, and she is uh in a playground swinging on a swing with her boyfriend smoking up okay and uh she just is like talking about dan and she's just like i mean he's nice but like it's weird and zeke her boyfriend is like what's weird about it and she's like i don't know it's just like you know my parents were like getting past this and i feel like it's like just having a having someone like living in caleb's room now like it's just kind of bringing them yeah back to a place that i thought we had gotten past sort of thing totally so then she's like uh all right i have to go so basically she doesn't work nights we just realized she goes and hangs out with her boyfriend like she says that she gets yeah like she says she gets off later than she does Uh, so that she can go hang out with her boyfriend scandalous yeah that's a very kim burns move it is a very kim burns i'm sure that we just missed the part where he burned a heart into her ankle i'm (laughs) sure of it i'm sure of it so uh so she's like all right i have to go he tries to get her to stay and she's like no 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 and she's like but i'll see you at Kristen's house tomorrow So now we cut back to Dan, and Luke is, like, explaining his, like, really hard math to him, something about sines and cosines, so whatever math that is. Trigonometry? Yes. And uh, Luke is like, so do you get it? And Dan's like, not really. And he's like, you're pretty smart, huh? And, like, Luke perks up when he says that. Hmm. And he's like, uh, whatever. I mean, stop looking at me. Like, he's just, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) so cute and the dad is sitting in his dad chair you know it's a recliner it's the chair that only dad can sit in and he's like having a beer and then the daughter comes in and dad is like how was work and she's like it was fine whatever and dad is like dan i'm having a beer do you want a beer dan david do you want a beer and he's like sure sir i'll have a beer and just real, just such a, just a homegrown stalk of corn, this guy. <laughs> just a <laughs> fucking stalk of corn.
2: Just, don't know just if I've a, ever
1: heard anyone describe that way. But you know what I mean, don't you? I do. Yeah. So then Anna's like, can I have a beer too? And he's like, you're not 21. She's like, dad, I'm going to be 21 in a month. And he's like, then you can have all the beer you want if you buy it. And. Rude. Uh, so she's. So she's like, fine, I'm going to go lay down. And dad is like, come be social. And she's like, nah. <laughs> and like, leaves. <laughs> so, she's like, bitch, give me a beer and I'll be social. Yeah. Uh, she's like, and I have to go, like, masturbate to this hot guy living in my house without him knowing about it. Um, <laughs> so now we cut to dad and Dan. Okay, serious question. Yes. Do
2: the other people in this movie have your same feelings clearly, or you're just putting your feelings onto them? We will get there.
1: It is both. Okay. So we now cut to Dad and Dan watching football, and Dad is very drunk, and he's, like, lamenting about a guy at work that hasn't been there as long... But he's the one who got the regional manager position and, you know, worried about whether his wife, you know, mom respects him, his wife respects him. And he's just like, he always like announces that he's having a drink as if it's like a rare drink that he's having, except Mm -hmm. he's always doing that. And now he's like tipsy, just kind of like spilling his guts to his son, not son. So Mm -hmm. it's a little weird. Interesting. So Dan is taking all of this in and he's just like being a very good listener in the sense that he's just like, oh, no, I'm sure your wife respects you um, and just kind of letting him go on and on and on. And then dad is like, so like, where are you going to go? like, what are you going to do now? And Dan's like, oh, you know, I don't know. I'll probably like, you know, in a day or two, just drive down to Florida and see if I can get a construction job because like that's that's what I have experience in. And dad starts being like, no, no, you're not going to do that. You're just going to drive down there and, like, not know what you're doing? No. You're going to stay here with us until you figure out what, like, what you're going to do. Okay, Dad. Yeah. It was it was very aggressive. And Dan is just kind of like, oh, okay. Like, I'll stay. I'll stay a couple more days. And Dad's like, great. That deserves. We should have a couple more of these beers to celebrate. And I'm like, I, like, okay. I just feel like he's, yeah, I feel like he's one of those people that's just like, it's Monday. Drink. That's the occasion. Um so so he's living in quarantine. He's living saying. in quarantine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so dad gets up to go get beers and Dan's face does that thing again where it's like it's got this softness to it, this this stock of corn good old boy very polite type of face to it where he's just a active listener and just very sweet. And then, when nobody's watching, his face just kind of falls into this like sternness slash robot face. That's so creepy. Yeah, like, it's, are you an alien? Yeah, like Danielson. It's, it's very subtle, but very ominous. Every time that happens. So now we cut to Dan sitting in the car exactly where mom was sitting and now dan is picking up luke from school so luke, wow. luke gets into the car and like he kind of pulls his hood in front of his head whenever he gets in so like he doesn't even notice that it's dan in the driver's seat until they aren't moving and he's like he looks over and he's like oh what are you doing here and dan was like i said i would help out your mom and pick you up from school until they aren't moving like, basically, so he's in, like, the carpool line, and he just, like, gets in, and he's used to hearing his mom go, hi, honey, how was it for school? And they move forward. Instead, he gets in the car. His mom does not say, hi, honey, how was school? It's just silence, and the car is not moving. Oh, okay. And he's just, and that's when he's like, oh, you're not my mom. What's happening? Okay. So, and that's when Dan's like, oh, I'm just helping. Um, so then... They're sitting there, and Dan's like, do you have friends? And Luke is like, yeah, I have, like, all the friends. And Dan just kind of doesn't change his face and just looks at him. And Luke is like, I mean, they're online friends, Mm -hmm. but I have a lot. And at this point, Dan just kind of smiles, and then he pulls up a little bit and then stops the car again. Like, just a couple feet, pulls up a couple feet. And Luke is like, "What are we what, what's happening?" And Dan goes, "Show me who hit you."
2: <laughs>
1: and Luke is like, "It was a football." And Dan just keeps looking at him and is like, "No, it wasn't." So question number two, Kim, you're Luke. Uh, do you point them out? Do you not point them out?"
2: Um, I really want to point them out. I don't know if that's a good fucking idea, but (laughs) hell yeah. Okay. Um, and then, uh, hmm, does he? I'm going to say he does too. Let's do it. Hand in hand.
1: One point. Um, mm, maybe don't point them out quite yet. But we will find out why. Uh, He does point them out. So uh, he, like, points them out, kind of describes, like, this one does this to me, this one, blah, blah, blah. And then he's kind of like, okay, like, can we go now, please? And Dan is like, of course. And so we see the bullies get into a car. And they leave the school. And then we see Dan's car pull out right behind them. And uh, they miss their turnoff on, like, the dirt road where it's just, like, field and nothing else. And uh, son is like, where are you going? And Dan goes, is that a bar they're going to? And Luke is like, yeah, it's, it's this bar that serves football players from our high school, like, whatever. And Dan says, you know, I really feel like I could use a drink. Mm-hmm. and Luke is like I don't love this um but I'm in the car with you and so they pull into the um drive you know parking lot of the bar and Dan's like are you coming and Luke is like no and Dan's like okay well I'm going to go have a drink I'll see you in a bit of course Luke follows him in so when he gets in there we cut to him walking in and all of the bullies are sitting at a booth and they like eye him walking in and he sees dan sitting at like a two top by himself and dan like waves him over so once luke is seated dan just like signals the bartender where it's just like he just puts his hand up and the bartender comes over and he clocks dan clocks luke and he's like i'm gonna need to see some id and dan goes did you check the idea of that table over there?
0: Ooh.
2: Yeah. And the bartender.
1: <laughs> and the bartender just kind of like gives him a knowing, like, fuck you. So he's like, okay, what do you want? And Luke is like, I'll have a Coke. Uh, and Dan says, I'll order a fireball. Now, Ms. Burns, you were a bartender briefly. Sure. I've had I've had fireball shots or fireball I guess it's fireball whiskey did you ever have to make a drink that's a fire called a fireball I'm sure there is one I don't know what it is but okay probably well here's what it is in this movie dude do tell so dan says can I have a fireball and the bartender kind of looks at him and it says do you know what's in that and dan's like yeah cinnamon sh- cinnamon schnapps and Tabasco sauce. Oof, gross. (laughs) And that's where I was like, what? Is that a drink? And um, the bartender's like, okay. So cinnamon schnapps, Tabasco sauce is what he ordered. Then he says, and uh, those girls over there sitting with those guys, I just can't abide by them drinking that cheap beer. Do me a favor. Send each of those girls a blowjob shot. (laughs) Okay, and he puts a shit ton of money down on the table okay like just like flap out on the table hello dan Dan. oh yeah and then uh bartender kind of looks at him because like bartender knows like he has he's the messenger of whatever message dan is trying to send so he's like don't you think we should like you should buy drinks for the guys And Dan just looks up at him and says, do I look like someone who wants to buy drinks for the guys? And the bartender was like, I I, I mean, (laughs) it's just the polite thing to do. And Dan goes, you know what? You're right. It is the polite thing to do. Slaps a shit ton of money down on the table again. And he says, send each of the fellas a cosmopolitan. Uh, And Dan, you fucking... Sexy stock of corn. Yeah. So, so, uh, puts a bunch of money down. Bartender walks away and Luke is like, are you rich? And Dan says, what? Oh, it's just really easy to get cash. (laughs) 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 So now the bartender brings over Luke's Coke and Dan's fireball. Dan takes a sip. And then he offers a taste to Luke. And it's in those... Remember when we used to take shots at bars, but, like, they wouldn't come in a shot glass. They came in, like, a big glass. Like, a kamikaze would be in, like, a big glass and they'd be like, here's a shot kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he brings him the fireball in. So it's, like, a hefty glass of cinnamon schnapps and Tabasco sauce. Gross. So gross. And uh, he's like, do you want a taste? And Luke takes a taste and, like, Actively is like, like, can't handle how spicy it is. Sure. And he's like, do you, how do you drink that? And Dan just takes a sip. <sighs> you get used to it. And Luke is just like, okay. So now, here comes the bartender walking on over to the booth of bullies, and he hands blowjob shots to the girls and cosmopolitans to the gentlemen. Now, one of the bullies gets up and walks on over to Dan.
0: Mm-hmm. Kim,
1: you mm-hmm. now is, are the bully. Okay. What do you do and what does the bully do?
2: Uh I think the bully is gonna like start a fight or like like confront him, basically be hey. like <laughs> <laughs> You insulted my manhood by sending a pink drink over. <laughs> oh my god, your bully um, impression is spot on. Thank you. I have been practicing. And um I truly I am um uh strong and um what's the word I'm looking for? I feel content uh, and comfortable in your comfortable in my manhood. Yep, with my pink drink and uh, I'm going to be like
1: Hey, dude, thanks. Thanks. I mean, listen, cosmopolitans are delicious and refreshing. So if you can't drink them because of your toxic masculinity, you're just missing out on a delicious drink. True that. Okay, so that is one and a half points. So one point for you being comfortable in in expressing your feminine side. Uh, half a point because he starts a fight, but he does something very specific. As if Dan knew exactly what he was going to do. Mm. Because the bully comes over and says, thanks for the drink. It's not really my style. And tosses it in Dan's face. Mm -hmm. Dan, in slow-mo, we just see a slight smile spread across his face. He slowly wipes the drink <laughs> off, <laughs> uh-huh. turns to the bully, and throws the fireball in his face. Uh. And so now, basically, he's maced. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he then proceeds to, Dan proceeds to single-handedly beat the ever-living shit out of all of them. Without even breaking a fucking sweat. Okay. And they don't know what hit him. I wouldn't he he doesn't look like a robot. He looks I he looks special ops where it's just like right. there is a math there is a um a math to this and I know how to solve the problem immediately, kind of thing. Like yeah. just very comfortable. There's just like a strong knowledge of how to take people down. Exactly. Like he just with the quickness oh, right, and he just like very super chill, like snaps one of their tibias in half, and just like I don't even know what part is the tibia, the but. shin. Oh, wow,, yeah, Gee. yeah. He just like no, just like gives it a real quick like little snap. I like my tibia, yeah, like those glow unsnapped. sticks where you have to like snap yeah, them, or you start them up. Yeah, and then and then his leg lit right up. He was ready for Coachella. Ew. I like my
2: unlit tibias.
1: (laughs) As do I. So uh, at some point, Luke takes a punch, but like just one, and then just stays in the fetal position on the ground. Oh,
2: Luke.
1: Uh, So all of the dudes are neutralized. So the girls have run out of the bar. There's like two dudes sitting at the counter part of the bar, and they're just like kind of staring, and the bartender is standing there with a bat, And Dan is like, you guys can go. And so, like, the dudes that were sitting in the bar just, like, scurry out. And the bartender's still standing there. Uh, Question number four. You're Dan now. You have just um, beaten the living shit out of four people. Your face is totally visible. And you have caused a ton of damages in this bar. What do you do, and what does Dan do? I mean...
2: I am going... Okay, wait. He's gonna be like, goodbye, and just leave. And... Uh, we cause a ton of damage. Okay, I think hand in hand, we're just gonna, like, throw a bunch of cash down, and then be like, goodbye. Goodbye. They
1: started it, right? <laughs> well, technically, no, he started it. Well, I guess they threw the drink. They threw face. the yeah, drink. Yeah, yeah. They threw the drink, yeah. Okay, that is two half points. Um, I love the throwing down of cash. Um, what Dan says is, go ahead and call the police and tell them exactly what happened here. Four minors came in and wanted to be served. You oh. refused to serve them, and things got violent. Go ahead and tell them exactly that. Right, or, right, if right. you'd like, I can be the one to call.
2: Smooth, smooth operator, you stock a corn. Oh, yeah.
1: So then the bartender kind of, like, lowers his bat, like, foiled again. Sure. <laughs> and Dan just puts a chunk of money on the table and says for the damages mm-hmm. and leaves goodbye so now we cut to Dan and uh, Luke coming home and of course he's got like a bloody nose now because he took a punch and mom is like what happened? what happened and son is just like nothing no big deal leave me alone goodbye and like, <laughs> and like goes into his room And so the mom, like, looks at, you know, um, Dan being like, why does my son have a bloody nose? And Dan is like, just normal high school bullying stuff. Just normal high school stuff. It's no big deal. I broke it up. And I told him I would teach him some self-defense moves if he wanted to. And the mom is just like, wow, I'm I'm so grateful that you were there. So the daughter is very eye-rolly. So... To answer your question, there is no denying that she's like, there's a super hot dude in my house. She okay. also is the only one that appears to not, like, she's suspicious of him. And nobody else in the family to this point is suspicious any longer at all, mm-hmm. except for her. So she gets kind of eye-rolly, and then she's like, uh, she's like, okay, I'm going to go get ready for Kristen's. And mom is like, can you come in here, please? And we hear them like arguing in the kitchen. And mom is like, I really think you should take him to the party with you. So, question number five your Anna, do you take him to the party? And does she take him to Dan? Mm mm-hmm. hmm. How, uh, how old is Dan? Well, she's 20 and he's. 24 i mean he could be anywhere from 24 to 34 but he's her brother's age so yeah okay um he's not immediately an inappropriate visibly an inappropriate age to bring to bring to a party
2: i guess i was just trying to think of how old actual dan stevens is Yes. And this is only i mean it's 2014 That's only like six years ago I don't yeah know. whatever
1: um. Uh, <laughs> mom I don't want to I know that's there's literally nothing more uncomfortable <laughs> I don't want to yeah no okay and um, let's say she does double ding double ding yeah don't bring him Let's just, you know, don't Don't bring him mom. Yeah. Um, she comes back into the living room and she's like, Do you want to come to this party with me? Uh." (laughs) Ugh. And Dan just looks at her and is like, sure, that sounds fun. She's like, ugh, and walks away. (laughs) I love it. So now we cut to, you know, a little bit later, maybe like an hour later, okay? And daughter is banging on the bathroom door. And she's like, Luke, God, like, I have to get in there. You've been in there for an hour. Like, just let me in the bathroom. I'm trying to get out of here. Luke. And then the door opens and just so much steam comes out. Like, it's a fucking fog machine. And her face just drops. What? 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 And this is where I sent you a reaction. <laughs> what is it? Because. <laughs> steam comes out yeah and then out walks shirtless dan stevens uh, and she can't she's talking like i am like we're she's just like <laughs> oh, i thought you were my brother but you're not yeah <laughs> and dan is just standing there and he's standing there in a way that's like yeah i, I know what i look like like i'm Totally aware of what I look like, and uh and she's just like I- I'm. S- s- just I <laughs> take your time, <laughs> your and and Dan's like, yeah, I'm just gonna go put a shirt on. She's like, mm-hmm. okay, but you don't have to. But you don't. You can have just to. keep your shirt off. This is actually a shirtless it's totally party. Shirtless party, and I don't think corn corns wear shirt. Nope, you're just all stock of corn. No shirt for you. And then she just like goes into her room for a second and just masturbates till she perishes, like just <laughs> dies. <laughs> just she just go- literally goes into her room and like shuts the door and it's just like, <sighs> like can't catch her breath. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So I got God, I just like remember that feeling of like, especially if it was like somewhere where you met a hot dude, but your parents were around and you were just like. I don't know how like I know how I would flirt if I wasn't in my parents house right now that happened to me a couple of times no I was like no? I,
2: no I can't even imagine that.
1: I don't know I've gone to like like weddings with my family where like all, there's like a super hot dude there and I'm like I can't wish my parents weren't here oh I don't know I don't do things with my family <laughs> there you go <laughs> so we cut to them pulling up to the party and uh she's walking ahead of him and she, and Anna's like, so um, no big deal, but if my parents ask, this is Kristen's house and she lives with her boyfriend, Zeke. And Dan is kind of behind her and he goes, oh, I didn't know you had a boyfriend. And she turns around. I thought, I thought okay. She turns around and she goes, okay, my parents don't know that I'm still dating Zeke. I told them that he's with Kristen now. Um, they think I broke up with him. But yes, I do have a boyfriend and his name is Zeke. Don't tell my parents. And um, you look confused. I I think I get it. Okay. So Dan's like, I'm not going to tell your parents that you have a boyfriend. It's none of my business. And she's like, okay. So they walk in and uh, Kristen opens the door, whose house it is. And she's in cute little cat ears. And she's like, she's like, hey, Anna. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and, like, can't chill at all. Oh, like, my God, I love this so much. <laughs> like, can't chill. And Anna's like, yeah, this is, this is my friend Dan, um, you know, I told you about him. And she's like, mm-hmm, you did. <laughs> and then Kristen is like, I think Zeke is in the back. Um, you know, he's waiting for you. So she's like, "Okay, thanks, bye." Kristen's like, "Your boyfriend Zeke, not mine. I'm single, bit that's <laughs> that is exactly what happens because then she's just standing in the doorway with Dan and like she's like, like cartoon Gaga, like like where she's just like literally batting her eyelashes, like can't handle it,
2: like her chin is on the floor and her yep. tongue rolled out. Yep, that's it. she's <laughs> she's
1: exactly that cartoon. And so she's just like standing there and she's just like, um, she's like, God, where are those boys that were supposed to come and help me bring in the two kegs? And Dan goes, I'll get them. And she's like, there's two of them. And he's like, where are they? And she's like, they're in that van. I think the door's unlocked. So then we cut to them at the party. Anna's smoking on the couch with Zeke. Hat is there. Um, Kristen is sitting on the couch. And like. Anna is, like, reluctant to smoke up, actually. Like, she, probably because she's driving and, like, she, there was just a little bit of peer pressure happening or whatever. (laughs) And then, and then a music cue happens that exactly mirrors how everyone at the party feels when Dan comes walking in, holding both kegs, one over his shoulder. What? And everyone is just like. Uh, and all the dudes are like come on (laughs) (laughs) and he just places Uh, them down and at this point Anna is like I'm in trouble because Mm -hmm. I'm suspicious of you I have a boyfriend but also but look at you so that's what she's dealing with. Kristen is like, I'm single as fuck, bitch. Yeah, pick me up and roll me around <laughs> with your keg. Literally just roll me around like a keg. Tap me like yeah. a keg. Yes. <laughs> so, um, by the way, here's what I, I'm going to take a little interjection. I just keep, I'm just thinking of all the different dumb innuendos you, the, you can innuendos. say. <laughs> Pop your cord in my pussy. There we go. Um, Wow, there's a lot of head on this one. Um, So here's my little interjection where I was like, I'm not going to feel guilty about blatantly objectifying Dan Stevens because this is on the heels of him being Cousin Matthew in Downton Abbey. Uh Now, one of the reasons that he was killed, spoilers, killed off in Downton Abbey was because he was like, I want to go elsewhere with my career, basically. Uh Like, I want to be known as something other than Cousin Matthew. And it's very clear that he took this role to be like, I'm not just like doughy, kind of, you know, nerdy cousin Matthew like I'm a fucking fox and I'm gonna show you all that I'm a fox and wasn't cousin Matthew hot though he was but there was definitely like he definitely bulked up he definitely chiseled himself right oh I can imagine it he definitely and he's definitely playing like there's nothing about him that's even remotely not alpha right right, right right yeah yeah whereas like in the relationship with cousin Matthew and Mary like Mary's kind of the alpha you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it was a very conscious um career choice on Dan's part and I believe that we should applaud him for it. <laughs> snaps to you. Snaps to you. So, now we just cut to more party things happening. Zeke brings Anna a drink and then the camera kind of like is walking around the party with people mm-hmm. and walks past Dan who is talking to Kristen who's um just panties won't stay on
2: you just keep falling
1: off mine either and uh then these dudes come in like a group of dudes and dan is like who are they and Kristen's like fuck and like super freaked out that they're there and then the camera pans to none other than our friend jesse lukens oh (laughs) Our actual friend. Yes. Our actual friend friend that we actually know. (laughs) Jesse Lukens (laughs) walks in. And I was like, hi, Jesse. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And uh, he's a real piece of shit in this. Uh, A good actor
0: playing a piece of shit.
1: Yeah. So uh, he walks up to Kristen and he's like, so I've been calling you all fucking week and you're not answering. And now I find out you're having a party that you didn't even invite me to. And Kristen's like, I'm talking to my friend. And Jesse gets like super fucking aggro. And before anyone can even understand what's happening, Dan just takes his head and slams it into the wall. (laughs) Oh, shit. And it like shatters a picture frame. And everyone is just kind of like standing there. And then Dan just looks at Jesse's two friends and goes, you can get him out of here now. And the friends just pick him up. They're just like, okay. And they take him (laughs) off. Then he bends over and picks up the picture frame and is like, sorry to have broke your frame, ma'am. And Kristen just goes, well, let me ask you. You're Kristen. Uh, What do you do? And what does Kristen do?
2: Um, I and Kristen both are like, you know what? That's okay, my friend. Uh, Thanks for getting rid of that guy. I didn't want to talk to him anyway, clearly. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you like to go to my bedroom with me (laughs) and let me
1: lick your corn keg? Yep. Corn keg. That's exactly it. And double ding. Um, I don't know that that choice keeps you alive, but you certainly can't go to your grave Passing up that opportunity, so, yeah. If I must stay alive in my soul, yeah, you you had to do it. So <laughs> she just looks at him and says, "Did you want to tour the rest of the house?" Ah! <laughs> and cut uh, to her on top of him. Yeah. And uh, we got some hose in the house. We got, got some hose in, house. House. <laughs> in the house. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she's on top of him, and uh. Body positivity moment. She's got a very normal, approachable uh, body, Love which it. I found really refreshing. Yes. Beautiful, but like just not chiseled. Too yeah, e- I e- yeah. So, yeah. like I'm not fake. Yeah, yeah. It it was just nice. Or just um, bone thin. Exactly. So, uh, she's like kind of like grinding on him. They still have their clothes on, and she's just like, "Oh, are you, are you not into this?" And he's like, why would you think I'm not into it? And she's like, I just, it doesn't feel like you're into it. Mm -hmm. Referring to the fact that he doesn't Mm -hmm. have a boner. So so I didn't watch this with Eric. And I stand by that decision. Because he's like, oh. And he grabs her, like, around her back and just single-handedly flips her over (laughs) to be on her back. Uh And gets... On top of her, uh-huh. and almost immediately she goes, "Oh, you are into it." Uh-huh. And then, <laughs> and then they, then they have, they get to know each other biblically.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: It, I gotta watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a. Oh God, I'm salivating too much. I'm so sorry. Ketrin's choking on her own saliva. I'm just. I have a lot of saliva happening in my mouth. I don't know why. Um it, it's, it's um so talking <laughs> so fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just are you okay? I'm,
2: I'm not sure that I'm hot. You're a little sweaty I'm, looking right now. I You're know. glistening. You got a lot of-
1: <laughs> My glasses <laughs> are fogging. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Her blue <laughs> glasses are fogging up. Uh, it just I just wasn't I just wasn't expecting to feel this way from this movie, so okay, me neither. Here we go. Cut to Dan and Kristen walking back out into the party, and he sits down where Hat is sitting, and like there's just kind of knowing glances all around that they know where they were, and uh, Kristen just like sits down on his lap. Like I'm like she like she's just a pu- a puppy. <laughs> yeah. Like it's there's no going back now, sir. And uh, Hat is um, like offers him a toke offers Dan one and he takes like a huge hit but like with no reaction on his face and then Hat goes you know I like support you guys and Dan says how and he's like like I support you you know like go America and Dan (laughs) says but you wouldn't support us by like enlisting and Hat goes uh (laughs) I mean, you guys wouldn't want me – I I mean, I have really bad asthma, so, like, I can't enlist. Um, it would make it really hard to – hard to what? And Hat is like, hey, man, I didn't mean to f- – I'm just fucking with you, dude. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> and Hat's like <laughs> – Okay. And so then Kristen is just kind of like, I'll be right back. And she's into it, like even when he's creepy, she's like, "I'm into this energy." She's mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I don't know how much like soul searching Kristen has done in her life. She's twenty. yeah, she's twenty. so she um hat talks about her being like a nice piece of ass or something. and Dan just leans across the table and goes, "Can you get me a gun? Oh, oh, uh, what? I'm sorry." And Hat says, what? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, why do you want a gun? And Dan says, I'm an army guy. Army guys like guns. And Hat goes, yeah, man. Yeah, I can get you a gun. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, fuck it. Give me your number. And Dan pulls out a burner phone and says, I'm only using burners right now. Numbers on the back. Like, so he, like, gives Hat a phone. He's like, only call me from this phone that I'm handing to you right now. And here's the number that you're supposed to call on the back of it. Okay. (laughs) And Hat's like, nothing to see here. Totally not suspicious. I'll go get that gun for you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) So now um, Dan looks over and he sees that Anna is having, like, a fight with Zeke in the corner. Like, something about, like, him wanting to go on tour with his band or something. Whatever and um, she gets pissed and she walks over to Dan she's like are you ready to go and Dan's like sure so we cut to them leaving and Dan is like I'll drive and she's like I'm fine like searching through her purse and he's like you're stoned and then I had to record this clip so I'll text it te- te- I'll text it to text you text it to me text it to me so he he he
2: <laughs> can I watch it now yes yeah <laughs> yay so i've been dying to see some of this fucking yeah so piece of piece. he
1: he blocks he blocks the door to the driver's side but like in in, a, in an alpha way but not in a bad way okay so hold on let me send this to you oh wait shoot nope i didn't record that one but i recorded another one so he walks over to the I side i can fucking wait. I know. I'm sorry. I'm dying. Why didn't you record the fucking walking out of the steam? Uh, I mean honestly I should have just recorded the whole fucking thing. I I mean (laughs) it will be like when we watched um,
2: uh, Amityville Horror and it's like fucking (laughs) Ryan Reynolds just chopping wood shirtless and sweaty. Yeah. I feel like multiple people were there. We were all just like we're just gonna go to our Rooms,
1: separate, separate rooms, separately. For separately
2: no, go to our, yep, by ourselves. For, for no real, a no bit reason. After yep, seeing Ryan,
1: Reynolds that's it. And then we come back out, twenty sexy. minutes later, and we're like, "Can we just rewind <laughs> that part, um, real quick?" Yeah, it basically would have just been that for
2: quite some time. Oh goodness! So he goes. <laughs> Kedron is fanning herself. She's
1: sweating. She can barely <laughs> even tell the story. So she, so he's like, "You're stone," and he like blocks the door, and he's like standing in front of her, and he's like a foot taller than her, and she's like, "How are you more sober than me?" And he just looks at her, and he goes, "Cause I'm bigger than you." And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and he was- bigger than me. <laughs> it was so just and just it was just so it just was so well done cinematically speaking <laughs> totally cinematically mm-hmm. speaking yeah so I think after we record I am gonna find that part in the movie and just record your reaction to it
2: <laughs> I mean my reaction
1: just to you telling it to me was pretty true yeah so then he picks up her hand that has the keys in them and just slowly takes them out of her hand then he walks by her and she literally just goes <sighs> he goes around to the passenger side and opens the door for her and waits for her to get in and she just kind of like rolls her eyes and takes a deep breath and gets in the car oh my goodness cut to them driving <laughs> and um i'm going to call the music that's playing very feminine music um obviously that's not a term i would use to describe feminine music but we already know that this is a town where like boys that would be listening to like Tori Amos or something okay. probably wouldn't be comfortable doing that like they can't even drink a cosmopolitan without their masculinity being right threatened okay you know so that's the reason I describe the like type of music that we're listening to in the car and he looks over at her and he says please put your seatbelt on and she like looks at him and he just keeps staring at her and so she like rolls her eyes and puts it on and I'm like bitch you gotta wear your seatbelt anyway you don't need a hot Dan Stevens to tell you <laughs> um and then he they
2: should totally play that clip though for like people yeah, like kids just yes. like i scored,
1: be like please put your seatbelt on totally yes okay. okay yeah um so then they're just kind of sitting in silence and dan is like do you want to talk about it and she's like no but then immediately talks about it <laughs> And she's like, I just feel like he's not moving on. Like, he's not moving anywhere. Like, I'm going off to college next year. And, like, he's still in his band, like, trying to make this work. Like, he doesn't even have a job. And Dan goes, well, he does have a job. He's a drug dealer. And Anna goes, he's not a drug dealer. And Dan just stares at her. And she goes, Okay, So, like, he deals drugs, like, sometimes, like, real quick. Like, just to her friends, like, for some extra cash real fast and dan is just like uh basically he just says like you're too good for him and he says i can tell you right now that if i had a girl like you waiting for me back home i certainly wouldn't have gone across the world to get shot at in the middle east i'm waiting for you right now yeah i am here for you (laughs) and then um and the, my glasses are steaming up again. It's so weird. Um, and so she just kind of looks at him and is just like, thank you. Like, you can tell, like, nobody has ever said something like that to her before. Uh. And then it's quiet again. And he says, I really like this music. And she goes, you like this music? And he's like, yeah. And then she goes, oh, it's a, it's a mix I made. I mean... <laughs> I could like make you one if you wanted, I guess, if you want. And he's like, Yeah, can you put this song on it? She's like, Yeah, sure. And then she like looks out the window so he can't see her face and she's just like (laughs) like this huge (laughs) smile on her face. And I was like, Me too. So now we cut to them walking in and their doors are like next to each other. So they're like walking in and she's just like, Okay, well, good night. And, like, you could tell that she was, like, if he had been, like, I'm coming in, she would have been, like, yep. But he just goes, good night, and shuts his door. And she was, like, (laughs) okay. So he, like, oh, he thanks her for inviting him out. And then he shuts his door. (laughs) And then I wrote, and then she dies of masturbation again. (laughs) (laughs) So So, I didn't know that that's what I'd be trying to stay alive from in this movie. I mean, I yeah, I should have told you, dying of masturbation. So we cut to her making him a CD and writing for David on it. Because remember his name of the movie is David. Uh And uh, she's listening to the music on her headphones. And she's just like giddy in her room. Okay. So now Mm -hmm. the camera does this thing where like it was on her. And then the camera goes out the window. So now we're seeing her through the window. Okay. Uh And then the camera pans over to Dan's window. So we see inside of his room. And he's just sitting on the edge of his bed, staring straight. What is his deal? <laughs> what the fuck are you? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, cut to the morning, and she slept in her outfit, which di- was not a comfortable outfit to sleep in. Had like garters on it. I was like, ma'am, just you know, put on your nightgown and wash your face. <laughs> um. <laughs> She's 20. She's 20. Never (laughs) washed my face once in my 20s. (laughs) So um, she's like walking out into the front of the house now. And she's like looking for him and like holding the CD in her hand. And then she walks and she hears someone talking outside of the kitchen window. And it's Dan talking on a burner phone. Mm -hmm. And he is really upset with someone. And all she can hear is his side of the conversation. And what he's saying is, no, I don't have time for that. You know that money is not an issue. I'm already concerned my identity is compromised. And he's like, no, I don't need teeth. I need fingers. Fingers is what I need. And a new <laughs> fucking face. <laughs> what? No. So, Kim. Yes? Question number seven. You are Anna. What do you do? And what does she do upon hearing this?
2: Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, I think that she's going to put a blanket over it and, like, not – just pretend she didn't hear it, basically. I'm trying to be normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'm going to tell my parents and be like, Yo, this shit is shady. We need to kick him out.
1: Tell my parents. Zero points. So, what she does is we cut to her on the phone in her room calling the army and she's like 1-800-ARMY 1-800-ARMY and I didn't know you could do this either but she's like I'm looking for the contact information for David Collins and the woman on the other line is like may I ask with you know what is this in reference to and she's like oh he was um really good friends with my brother who um passed away in the war and someone told us that David was home and so we were just kind of trying to get contact information for him Mm, smart and uh, the woman is like, "I'll see, I'll see what I can do." So, she hangs up the phone with Anna, and then we stay with Army Lady, and she clickety clack 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 on her computer, and a file comes up, and it says David Collins, but the picture is not Dan Stevens, and then okay. a alert comes up like a pop up that says contact KPG Corporation immediately. And so she calls KPG, whatever this is. Mm -hmm. And we then cut to a dude with a briefcase on the phone. And he's like, David Collins is dead. And he's like, I don't know. Just give them the official story. And he's like, I need to contact Fort Kenilworth. We'll take it from here. And hangs up the phone. So now we cut to like a boardroom with a bunch of boardroom type dudes. And they're having a boardy-type army meeting where it's like, you know, this is the thing that we did and did it work, blah, blah, blah. And the guy that they're asking is the chief of police from The Wire, Lance Reddick. Uh, How do I send this to you? I don't know how to share it with you, but look up Lance Reddick. Okay. Got it. it? totally know who that is. Um, So he's in there as the guy that they're talking to and then the dude that we saw on the phone like busts in and is basically like sir we have a problem and so he like leaves the room real fast and the wire is like i'm so sorry but i need to take care of this immediately and now dude and the wire are walking and he's like um where did you hear this from and the guy is like someone named anna peterson called it in and the wire stops and he's like As in Caleb Peterson? And he's like, yeah, it's his sister. (laughs) And he goes, you need to get me on the next flight. I don't care if you have to charter a plane. And he's like, oh, the other dude's like, okay, but, like, what do I tell them? And he, like, turns, he's like, make something up. But we sure as shit can't have anyone knowing that one of our subjects isn't under our control. (gasps) Army, what's the Army doing? Yeah. So now we cut to Dan in the desert. Uh, meeting Hat and Ethan Embry.
2: Oh, what's up, Ethan Embry? How are you doing? He's looking
1: great. Delightful. Really bulked up oh. and grew up. All right. And all the things. So Ethan is like, uh, he's like, I need to see the cash before I can show you the guns. And Dan pulls out all of it. Just all of the cash. Right. And he's like, here it is. And... Ethan pulls out all of the guns from his trunk. He's like, Great, you got all, you've got all the cash. I have all the guns. And Ethan is like showing him one of the guns and he's like, This has this thing that it does, and there's no kickback <laughs> and a. Blah, 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 blah. Sure. And Dan just like takes the gun and basically just like takes it apart and puts it back together in about 10 seconds. Right. And it's just like, This will do. And Ethan looks at him and he's like, You are me. And Dan goes, Yes, sir. And he's like, okay, navy myself. Hmm. And uh, Dan is like, okay, yep, that's great. I'll take them. And Ethan goes, so the the this one, the one that I showed you. And he goes, no, 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 I'll take all the guns. Oh no! And Ethan, what is, do you need all the guns for, Dan? <laughs> yeah, and Ethan is like, Ethan does not have that question. Ethan is like, you have all the all cash, the I have all the guns. So sure. he's like giddy. He's like. I mean, yeah, I'll let you take all these guns off my hands. Like, I'll even give you a discount. Like, totally fine. And Dan goes, oh, no, 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 that won't be necessary. Because I'm going to kill you. Oh, uh, uh, what? What? I'm sorry, what? And then Ethan and Hat say the same, I, uh, I'm sorry, what? And uh, Hat actually goes, hey, David, man, that's not, before he can even finish the sentence, Ethan has been shot directly between his eyes. Dead
2: oh, wow, was, uh... By Dan, in case that wasn't clear. I picked up on that.
1: So now, Hat is just like, um, and he just starts running into the desert. I'm talking like, like, um, revenge-type desert, where there's just nothing around. And Dan goes to shoot, and it doesn't go off. So he, like, opens the chamber and he sees that, like, it jammed. So he just is like, And then he just very leisurely, like getting his morning cup of joe, walks over to the truck, pulls out the bullets, reloads the gun. If I could whistle, that's what I'd be doing. (laughs) Then he turns back around. Now, Hat is like, I don't know. What's a mile? A mile? I don't know. He's very far away now. He ran very far and fast. (laughs) I don't know what distances are. but I don't either. Very far away. Dan just points the gun, and we see way off in the distance a hat just falls to the ground, also shot directly in the back of the head. Oh no. He's a super killer. Yeah. He re- I mean, he carries two kegs by himself. So, yeah. Um. So then he turns back to the car, and he's like, let's see what guns I got all in here. And he opens one of the, like, don't know gun boxes or something, and he got two little bonus grenades with all the guns. Bonus grenades, bone grens. Uh, I'm sorry, you can I'll see go. Yourself yeah, out. yeah, I'll go. So now we cut to the daughter's room, Anna's room, and she gets a phone call on her phone, and we just hear her be like, What? So now we cut to Anna talking to her mom in the kitchen, and she's like, I just called and asked about Dan and mom is like, why would you do that? And she's like, then dad comes in and dad comes in from work and he's like, I need a drink. And I was like, sir, you kind of just like always need a drink. Like it's not a special event if you just always need a drink and it's fine. But just like, why are you making it a thing? Um, but he like pours himself like a really stiff drink and mom is like, what is your deal? And dad goes, well, they found my boss. And she was, like, the one that went missing? And he's like, yep, he's dead. Looks like a murder-suicide. He and his girlfriend both, both overdosed in his apartment. And he's like, the police haven't, you know, released much else. That's just what someone saw when they found them there. Something about bruises on her neck or something, I don't know. And they're all just like, uh, okay. And then he's like, but it's the darndest thing? Um, I'm regional manager now? So, like, then mom is kind of like, I don't know how to congratulate you on this. And dad's like, yeah, I don't know how to celebrate it because I only have it because my boss is dead. Right, yeah. So, uh, Dan then comes in. And dad is like, Dan, come have a celebratory drink with me. And Dan's like, sure will, sir. And... He's like, but I'll be right back. So he, like, goes into the bat, into his room, into Caleb's room. And then the daughter gets another phone call. And it's from Zeke, who's not dead. Uh, but he's, like, driving to, uh, he's, like, driving in his car. And he's like, Anna, he's like, Hat is dead. And Anna's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I don't know. He was shot. And then as he's talking on the phone, we hear sirens pulling him over. And he's like, oh fuck I gotta go and he hangs up and Anna's like what is going on so now she we cut to her going to the restaurant where she and Kristen work and she's talking to Kristen and uh she's just like telling him that hat was shot and Kristen's like I just don't understand like who would want to hurt hat and Anna's like "Can do you have time for me to just talk to you for a second and she's like sure and then we cut back to Luke and Dan, who are now carving pumpkins together. Luke and Dan. Okay. And Dan has never carved pumpkins before. And he's like trying to use the knives that they gave him. And he's like, These don't work. And he just like flippity flues a knife out of his pocket. <laughs> and just <laughs> flippity flew Of course. And starts carving that pumpkin up like an old pro. And uh son is like. Do you always carry that around? And Dan's like, "Yeah, why?" And he's like, w- "Why do you carry it though?" And Dan just goes, "Just you never know." And moves on. So now we cut back to daughter and Kristen. Uh Anna and Kristen talking at the restaurant. And she's explaining to Kristen what she found out on a phone call where she was just like, "What?" And then we don't don't know what was said. She's like, I called the army, and they said David Collins died a week ago uh, in a military hospital. She's like, there was some explosion of oxygen tanks or something like that. 20 people died, and David was one of them. And Kristen is like, I mean, why don't you check his IDs or, like, you know, look at his phone or something and have your brother, like, help you. She's like, your brother's computery. Like, maybe he can help you, like, figure out who this is. Yeah. So now we cut back to uh dan and luke inside and uh dan like takes off like they had just been outside dan takes off his jacket and, like hangs it on the chair and turns around and he's like do you want some advice and luke's like uh sure <laughs> and dan says never let anyone pick on you or you'll never get out from under it if those kids are bigger than you then bring a knife if they take the knife off you in a fight then go to their house and burn it down with their entire family inside. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan's like, I mean, what's the worst they could do?
2: Sure, yeah, that seems
1: like the appropriate reaction. Yeah, and Luke is just like, mm-hmm. okay, cool, dude. Oh, no. So then he's like, and you know what? This is for you. And he hands him the knife. The flippity flu. He gave him the flippity flu. And Luke's like, wow, a friend that I can see in 3D that's not just online. So now daughter and dad walk in. Daughter is back from, uh, Anna is back from telling Kristen everything. And she's just like, hi, yeah, I'm home from work, whatever. And she's like on her way to her room. But then she sees Dan is washing his hands at the sink and has his back turned to her. So, Kim, question number eight. What do you do and what does Anna do?
2: Ooh, I think she's gonna go, like, look in his s- stuff real quick. Um, and same.
1: I don't know. <laughs> that is two half points because she does technically look in his stuff, but um, she doesn't, like go into his room like that. He, She'd probably get caught if she did that. What she does is she just real quick pickpockets uh, his uh, burner phone. I was going to say that. I should not think she'd be good at it. Uh, <laughs> well, she's pickpocking it, pickpocketing it out of the jacket that he hung over the back of a chair. Not off of his own oh, body. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. So she goes and does does that, and she goes into her room, and she photographs with her phone the recent calls on this burner phone. Okay. Okay. Then the phone starts to ring. Uh-oh. So, Kim, question nine, what do you do and what does Anna do? Does she pick it up? I don't know.
2: I don't think I want to pick it up. Do I pick it up? What if I just if I pick it up? I don't need to say anything. Why would I learn? (laughs) What do I have to learn?
1: I don't think I want to pick it up. But does she? Uh... What do you do with the fact that the phone is audibly ringing?
2: Oh, it's audibly
1: ringing. Mm -hmm. Um... And the house isn't that big. Where am I? You're in your room. Um not a big house though like so like your room is here dan's room is right next to you and then like down a little hallway is like the living room kitchen area where everybody else is
2: oh okay um i mean i'm gonna like make it stop ringing like click the button if it's like a normal phone i assume i can do that Mm -hmm. okay um yeah i'm gonna be like (laughs) Um, I mean, it's like in my hand, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, shh, okay. and um I'm gonna say she answers it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> One point. So, yeah, just make it stop ringing. Just make it not ring anymore. Yeah, do that. Um, she panics. And it starts to ring, and she can't make it to the kitchen to, like, put it back in his jacket. Like, he's right there. So she real quick ducks into his room and, like, puts it on the bed. And then real quick runs back into her room. No. No. So now Dan hears his phone ringing and thinks it's in his jacket pocket. But it's not. It's in his room, just sitting on his bed. Mm-hmm. So that looks surfish. So now we cut to Anna in her room, and she like lets out a breath when Dan like grabs a like gets the phone. He doesn't answer it. He just like picks it up, puts it in his pocket, walks back out the door, like kind of looks at her room, but then walks out into the rest of the house. So she's sitting on the bed. Then her phone rings, and she's like, ah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's Zeke again, her boyfriend. And we see that he's in jail. And he's like, yeah, they found the gun that killed Hat in my car.
0: What?
1: And Anna's like, but you didn't kill him, nor was that your gun. (laughs) Right. And Zeke is like, yeah, I mean, my prints aren't on it. It's wiped completely clean. And she's like, okay, great. Like, I'll pick you up at the jail. And he's like, well, but then they searched my room and they found other stuff. And that stuff is definitely mine. So I'm going to be in jail for a while. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, no. She hangs up the phone and starts to cry. Looks at her door. Crying. So. Now we cut to her walking into the living room with the family. And dad is like, are you okay?" And she's like, my friend was killed today. He was shot. And then Zeke was arrested. And dad, totally not reading the room, goes, well, I'm sorry, honey. But if your ex-boyfriend Zeke was arrested, he probably did it. And Anna goes, dad, he's not my ex. I never stopped dating him. And now dad's like pissed at her and they start fighting about that. And then she's like, you don't know anything about him. Blah, 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 blah. And dad's like, you know, I think he's no good. Blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, you don't know anything. You don't even know who this is. And like points to Dan and everyone's like, what? And she's like, he's not who he says he is. And everyone's like, everyone's like, Oh, you're being hysterical. Like you're ridiculous. And then she just is like, Oh, fuck you. And like, leaves and walks out and mom is like don't say fuck i'm like we have oh my goodness we have other things going on mom and um they just kind of all look at dan and he just kind of (laughs) and picks up a knife and just kind of like uses it to talk and he's just like yeah i'm listen i'm special ops It makes sense that they're making a cover story for me. That's kind of their job. And he's like, but, you know, I don't have an ID that I can prove to you that I'm David Collins, but I do have my dog tags. So here they are. And he, like, kind of throws them across the table. And they say David Collins on them. And he's like, "Uh, I don't have an ID, but, like, I do have papers that say who I am in my bag. Like, I can go get them. And he, like, kind of goes to go get them. And the family's like, no, 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 no. Like, we that was inappropriate. Like, we aren't asking you to, like, prove who you are. And dad starts spouting off about Zeke again and blah, blah, blah. And I guess Anna came back into the room at that point and, like, says, fuck you again and then leaves or whatever. And so then they all apologize to Dan. And he's like, honestly, it's OK. Like, he's like, I probably should have figured out a way to be more honest with you. It's just weird because, like, you're not really supposed to talk about that you're in special ops. And then he picks up the dog tags again, but, like, with the knife. And I was like, that was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. But point taken, sir. <laughs> so now we cut to Anna in her room sitting on the bed upset. And she kind of, like, looks at the pictures in her phone of the num- of the numbers that she took off his phone. And there's a knock on the door. And Dan comes in. And he slowly shuts the door behind her. Mm-hmm. And he sits down on the bed and he just says, I wanted to say I'm really sorry about Hat and I'm really sorry about Zeke too. It sounds like this is a really stressful time for you and even though all I ever wanted to do was help your family, it seems like me being here is causing more stress. Correct. And um, I just want you to know that like, I'm going to be out of here tomorrow so you don't have to worry about me anymore. Okay. Wait. And Anna just stares at him. And his face goes from that soft cornstalk to furrowed brow, leaning forward. And he just says, Okay. And Anna goes, Look, okay. <laughs> and he's like, Good. And then he gets up and then he goes, Ah, this is for David is this the CD you made me? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, is it finished? Can I take it? And she's like, sure. And he's like, thank you. I, I can't wait to listen to it. And leaves. Oh, my goodness. Get the fuck out of my house. So now we cut to tires screeching. And wire guy, the wire's like, get all the guys. This is the worst. We need everybody. SWAT. Military, all the people. Sure. Screeching tires, lots of official business. So then we cut to Luke and Anna in the cars. Luke and Anna in the car. And Anna is explaining all of it to Luke. And she's just like, she looked him up. She looked up the numbers on his phone. And one of them is to a landline to a doctor who isn't a doctor anymore in Florida. And he isn't a doctor anymore because he lost his license Due to performing a facelift on a woman while he was drunk.
2: Oh no! Yeah.
1: So Luke is like, okay, maybe it's his uncle. in Florida. Like, what is that? That what does that do? And Anna's like, okay, I just I need to talk to the cops. Like, you know, he somehow framed Zeke, and he didn't do it. And I need I need to talk to the cops. And Luke was like, okay. What do you want me to do? And she's like, I just need you to find out like literally anything you can on this guy. So now we cut to the son at school and he's like going into like a study hall and he pulls out his laptop and the bully, one of the bullies sees him come in. And uh, this was the one where I was like, okay, do you know that fashion where it's like very sort of like early 2000s, like emo hair where like your bangs were brushed like, from one, like across your head and then you wear like a skinny little headband like around your forehead um for boy hair? No, for girl hair. Girl hair. He's yeah. like talking to a girl. Oh, I was, did that a lot. But like in the early 2000s, right? Or like Yeah, really? probably close. Yeah. That. I so don't it was, know. Ju- I, don't it was know. Just, like, I did that a lot for a long time. Yeah, it was just like a very specific costume choice for an extra that like took me out of it for a second. <laughs> and so I just wanted to share that with you. Um, I don't know when was 2014. Well, I know. What were
2: we doing? Well,
1: it we weren't. We weren't a pandemic. So um, I have no idea. 2014. I was getting married. That's mm. what happened to me in 2014. Um, okay. So sits down with his laptop. The bully comes up, sits behind him at the desk, and we see him sharpening a pencil. And he, like, pokes Luke in the back of the neck, and he calls him the F word. Mm-hmm. And the son, we see what he's looking at on the screen, like, right before he gets poked. And it's, like, um, multi-million dollar lawsuit for Dr. Boddington, who, you know, performed this facelift or whatever. So he's, like, looking up who this Dr. Boddington guy is. And... uh Then the bully calls him the F word. And he turns around and punches him right in the face. Luke turns around and punches the bully right in the face. Bully gets up and is still bigger than Luke. So he, like, throws Luke into a wall. And Luke picks up a meter stick and hits him as hard as he can right across the ear. And his, like, blood spurts out of his ear. And he's just like, ah! Ah! like popped his eardrum. So now we cut to mom and Dan, mom and Dan showing up at the principal's office. And they're like, what? Mom's like, where is he? What ha- what happened? And Dan comes in. He's like, let me, I'll take care of this. And he's like, what happened? And Luke is like, well, they called me the F word. So I broke a yardstick over his face. And Dan goes, good job. <laughs> and then mom, Ma- and then the secretary is like, OK, you can come see principal smorgasbord now. And Dan's like, I'll come with you to the mom. So now they sit down, and the principal's like, as you know, we have a zero tolerance policy for violence. And your son started it, so he's expelled. And Dan is like, sorry, um, what did he call Luke? And the principal's like, I don't see how that's relevant. And he goes, oh, I think it's relevant. Did he call him the F word? And the principal goes, I believe that that is the language that was used. Yes. And Dan goes, huh. So that's a hate crime then. It's like, so a gay kid finally defends himself against physical violence and you're going to what? Suspend him? And the principal's like, oh, we could consider suspension. And Dan says, no, you couldn't. And so uh, he's like... uh, He's like, no, you couldn't. He's like, so we're going to sue you and the school board. Bye. And the principal's like, uh, I didn't even know he was gay. What about detention? And Dan turns and he's like, a month? And he's like, yeah, yep, that's reasonable. And Dan's like, reasonable to me too, and leaves. And the mom is just like, like, doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. And then he just like walks out. And uh, oh, the principal first was like, yeah, we'll give him like a month of after school detention. He can help us set up for the Halloween dance. Like, we'll put him to work. It'll be great. And Dan's like, yeah. So um, he's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm a friend of the family and walks out. So Dan tells Luke, he's like, all good, buddy. Month of detention. Cool. So Luke then says, hey, can I talk to you privately, Dan? So question 10, what do you do and what does Luke do? He has to talk to him.
2: What are we doing?
1: Lukey? I want to talk to him.
2: I think that Luke is going to ask him um, to maybe teach him to defend himself more or something. And what the fuck am 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 I doing? I'm going to be like, Hey, thanks, Dan. <laughs> That's so fucking awesome. Um, you're going to be leaving soon, right?
1: <laughs> I'm to get him to leave? Okay, okay. One point for you. So what Luke says is, uh, can I talk to you real quick? And Dan's like, sure. And he says, my sister's researching everything about you because she thinks that he, that you killed a uh, hat and that you got Zeke arrested. Luka. And Dan is just like, what in the world would make you think that? And he's like, well, I looked up this doctor that was the phone number on your phone because she took a picture of it. Luke. <laughs> and Luke. it looks like you've been in contact with this plastic surgeon who's like not a plastic surgeon anymore. And I think you probably had him like change your face and probably also like your fingerprints and your bone structure and stuff so that your identity couldn't be revealed. But that's probably illegal to do and like probably costs a lot of money. And a guy who just lost his license is probably looking for some cash. So that's kind of what I think happened. <laughs> Luke! Luke! And Dan Luke. Dan is just like Um, that's a crazy theory. And Luke goes, Oh, I'm not gonna tell anybody. He's like, You had my dad's boss killed too, right? <laughs> oh no. What? And Dan is just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, I really I'm not gonna tell anybody. And Dan goes, why aren't you going to tell anybody? And Luke says, well, because we're friends. Oh, this is only friend. And Dan just kind of gives him kind of a knowing nod. And then he says, who else did Anna tell? And Luke's like, I don't know, Kristen maybe? So now we cut to Dan. <laughs>
0: Luke. Yeah.
1: Luke. So now we cut to Dan helping mom hang laundry sheets on a clothes hanger outside line a uh, clothesline thank you and <laughs> i'm so tired that i thought you were asking me for a line <laughs> like you forgot your line line <laughs> <laughs> please and i was like you don't have any lines i haven't so i'm telling the story <laughs> that's amazing oh, i'm so tired okay So she's hanging sheets with him, and uh, she's like, I just really want to thank you for being here. And he's like, it's really no problem. And she's like, like, it's been really good for us. And he's like, no problem. And he says, I'll go get the rest of the laundry. So he goes around inside or whatever to get the laundry. Then we see, driving down the road, two big giant black SUVs speeding towards the house. And they come to a screw in her driveway and mom is just like hi and they're like have you seen this man and they like pull out a file and it's a picture of Dan Stevens in a fucking hospital robe. Okay. And mom's like well yeah I've seen him that's David he's right inside and wire is like he's in he's inside and mom's like yeah. Yeah. So then, I want you to picture, so there's two big black SUVs. They're out in the front yard. There's the wire, and then there's, like, ten scary military SWAT people, okay? Okay. Guns at the ready. Sure. And right after she says he's inside, the SWAT team kind of, like, it goes into slow motion, okay? So we just see, like... The SWAT team eyes get really big. We see their heads turn. We see the sheets part and Dan just standing there with a laundry basket. And then it cuts back to the SWAT military dudes and we see them in slow motion be like, oh, shit, and start to point their gun back to Dan. Slow motion drops the basket and just pulls out a gun and pew, Takes three of them it's a fucking handgun so he just takes three oh, of them down wow. just like boom 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 and so obviously the ones that he didn't get start shooting at him and he like ducks like jumps through a window like into the house into Caleb's room actually and like dives behind the bed and uh at that point All the SWAT people like have to reload, you know, like they empty their rounds and they have to reload. And so now Dan is in the room. Oh, right before the shot happened, um, the wire had the wherewithal to tackle mom to the ground Uh to protect her. Yeah. So now mom is like tackled to the ground underneath the wire. She just saw like her house get shot up. Dan is in the room wrapping up his leg because he got shot in the thigh. Question number eleven: What do you do, and what does mom do?
2: Um, I'm gonna, like, stay on the ground and get to the safest place I can find.
1: Where the fuck? What's the safe? What? What's the safest? Where? Be more specific.
2: I mean, I can't see, so I don't know, like, behind the house on the other side. I don't know. Like, I, I can't tell, like, where we are to where we're, mm-hmm. where, you know. I don't know what it looks like. Um,
1: So, t- t- t-
2: t- away from guns and away from the window-ish. Okay. And what does mom do? And does she try to be, like, What are you guys doing? Like, try to stop them a little bit?
1: Zero points. No. Stay exactly where you are, underneath the protection of a man with a gun. That, just stay protected. Just stay where you are. Stay where you are. Instead, she jumps up, fights the wire off. Fights the wire off and he's like no 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 and she runs into the house okay where dan is and i wasn't
2: mind you i wasn't standing ever i was just like crawling
1: to hide i don't know sure um i think i based on this like they're military police and they have sh- like shown you their id this stranger is the one being hunted by the military police i'm probably gonna go ahead and assume that like the military police are the people that like should protect me from whatever is happening like i know who yeah. they are and i actually i just know thought that are. i was like in the middle of everything uh no the wire basically like got you out of the way and it's like protecting you. so in my brain i was in the middle of everything like just in the middle of crossfire just on the
2: ground so i was just trying to get like not in the middle of, like, between the men and the window. And I don't know. Would you like me to give you a point? I would like to not have that question because <laughs> I can't see. Like, I just can't see. Would you like me to give you a point? Mm-hmm.
0: I'll give Thank you a you.
1: point. Okay. So uh, we see Dan on the inside. And the guys are just shooting at the house forever. I mean, just endless bullets forever. And Dan is army crawling, like, underneath. The spray of the bullets like through the hallways in the house okay? okay he makes it into the kitchen mom is now also in the kitchen on the floor and she's like trying to reach the phone behind her like she's ducked behind a cabinet and she's like trying to reach the phone behind her and he's like "No, no 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 and just takes the phone from her and she's like dan what is ha- happening who who are these people and he just says I'm really sorry I haven't been honest with you. It's too long to explain. He's like, all I wanted to do was help your family, and I considered it my mission to assist y'all while I'm here. But there were just too many complications. And she's just like, did you even know my son? And he says, I did. We were in the same program, and he would understand what I have to do right now. And he stabs her in the gut. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh. Actually, in the chest. He stabs her, like, directly through the sternum. And then he just, she dies, and he's just like, I'm sorry. And army crawls away. So now we cut to the wire, and he's like, all right, cover me, like, to the other people. And he's going to go inside. But then, right before he goes inside, the fucking car, the family car, busts out of the garage like just drives out Mm -hmm. and question 12 you're dan you are in a car and you're trying to escape these army people what do you do to make sure they don't follow you and what does dan do to make sure that they don't follow him um i think that we're
2: both gonna shoot out the tires of their cars
1: exactly he shoots out the tires of both of the black suvs and drives away and the wire is like fuck like he's so freaked out and so he gets in one of the cars and just like drives with the two flat tires (laughs) like what the fuck else am i gonna do so now we cut to dan in the car and he's like fuck like being like my whole shit is getting shitted up here and then he sees coming in the opposite direction one single card. It's just you know, there's nobody else on the road, and it's Dad coming home, just whistling. So, question <sighs> thirteen, Dan, what do you do, and what does Dan do? Your identity, you, your identity is comp. Compromised, and the dad is headed home. Where there's a lot of things to find there now. Um,
2: I don't know, I'm not understanding why that matters because when you just want to get away. As quickly as possible. Maybe we both shoot dad. Mm. Uh, Question mark.
1: (laughs) That's two half points. Okay. He goes, oh, damn it. Puts on his seatbelt, speeds up, and drives right the fuck, head-on collision, right into dad. Dad. And the two cars are smashed. Dan gets out, just like kind of dazed a little bit, looks over, walks over to the car, and like dad is just like kind of groaning, uh-huh. like basically dead, but kind of groaning. And Dan walks over to the driver's seat and he just goes, I'm very sorry, sir, and shoots him directly in the chest.
2: Okay.
1: Then he grabs his bag out of the car and heads through the field on foot. He's just running
2: for it now? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting choice.
1: Yeah. So now the wire comes upon the crash with his, you know, two-wheeled car. Right. And there's now, like, an old guy there who, like, apparently was just driving down the street. And he, like, sees the wire and he's just like, he's dead. <gasps> and the wire is like, uh, so what does the wire do? You're the wi- Question number 14, you or the wire?
2: I think the wire, am, like... Heads out into the field after Dan. Okay. And um I'm the wire. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> this probably goes against my job, but like <laughs> I try to stay alive. Yeah, you're trying to stay alive, girlfriend. I'm gonna
1: head on back to the team and uh Point for you, ma'am. Point for you. Just um, mission not accomplished. Yeah. Mission not accomplished. Abort. Sometimes you don't accomplish all your missions. Sorry. I have not accomplished so many missions. Right? Yeah. So what he does is he says, I need to take your car. And he hops into the car of the old man and drives off. So now we cut to the wire walking into Anna and Kristen's restaurant where they work. And he just busts in, and he's like, are you Anna Peterson? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, you need to come with me. Question 15, you're Anna. Do you go? Does she go? Yes, I go. Does she go? But she doesn't know who the fuck this guy is.
2: Oh, crap. She, whoa, oh, Christ almighty. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um.
1: Okay, but she knows that shit's fucked up. She was the knowingest of all the knowers, right? In her family. Okay, I guess. We... I mean, aside from Luke, who's just like, "Hey, buddy, want to know all the shit that we're <laughs> yeah looking up on you?" Uh, fuck. I guess we both go. I don't
2: know. We'll ask questions, you know. But
1: yeah, you both go. Great. So, I mean, yeah, like you called the mil- you called the army. You found out he's not him. Some, I mean. I guess you sort of want to know who it is, but whatever. Keeps you alive. Nice work. So, as she gets into the wire's car, which is the old man's car, so Dan has never seen it, okay? We see that car pull out and drive away. Right behind it, this teal minivan pulls in with a blood splatter on the windshield. Uh Uh-huh. And it's Dan. Right. He walks in this scene I did film for you and I will send to you okay he walks in and calm as can be there's Kristen cleaning off a table and she's like hi and he's like hello and she's like what what's what's up and he's like is Anna working today she's like oh she she just left he's like she just left where was she going and Kristen's like um I'm not He's, like, to pick up Luke. She's like, I don't really. And he goes, never mind. Pulls out his gun, shoots her directly in the chest. (laughs) Jesus. Uh... So then she's just, like, stunned and, like, falls down dead. And then he walks out, and the music cues in this are fucking great. One of the things that I love so much is, like, when a music cue... Is incongruous with the thing that's happening. Yeah, it's totally like I fucking love it. And it's this like love song that starts playing, and I was like, This is what I filmed for like I have to show it to you. So uh he just shoots Kristen, walks I, away. I'd
2: still prefer
1: the um steam scene. I Thank know. I'm very much. sorry. I'm very sorry. I really shit the bed here. My apologies. Yeah. So uh thanks. For- Thanks for making sure to record the great music
2: cue job that well, they no, did the film. But, but. Dan,
1: Dan does something act, actingly impressive as well and surprising. So he just turns around, calm as can be, and then turns back around, pulls out the pins of the grenades with kind of like a sarcastic smile and just... Rolls them in like he's shooting, well, bowling, and having a wonderful
2: shooting bowling. Shooting yep, bowling, totally.
1: Yep, he's shooting bowls, and then just walks out, and the entire fucking place explodes. So, I will send you that scene now.
2: Yeah, I think that was cool, but you just described so many other
1: things that this was. Listen, a little bit of a letdown. I gotta be honest with mm-hmm. you. As I was describing them to you, I thought to myself, why was this the thing I filmed? (laughs) In the moment, it felt right. (laughs) I see now that I was wrong. Yeah, like that was fine. Yeah. No, you're right. It was... um, Apologies all around.
2: Considering how high pitched I, I would have liked the moment where you were sweating. Remember those moments where your
1: glasses were fogging mm-hmm, up and you were sweating? Mm-hmm. I would have liked those. No, those no, 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 no. Thank You're you. not wrong. I think the issue was that in those moments I was no longer thinking with a human brain. Great, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I get it. So it's hard to make those ty- those type of decisions in, in that in that in that state. So right. honestly, Apologies all around. Yeah. So lesson learned. Yep. Moving. Future reference. Moving Thank you. moving right along. Uh, so glad we took time out to show you that scene. <laughs> so now we cut to the wire and Anna in the car. And the wire is on the phone. He's like, copy that. And Anna's like, can you tell me what the fuck is happening? And she's like, he's like, we're going to pick up your brother. And she's like, right. But like, what is happening? Yeah. And the wire is like, okay, the man that you know is David was part of a medical experiment. Then one day, he escaped from the hospital and burned the whole fucking thing to the ground. And he left a bunch of bodies in there to confuse us. And by the time we figured out that he wasn't actually dead, like he probably put a tooth in somebody, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once we figured out that he wasn't actually dead, by that time, the trail was cold. And and they're like, basically until you called. and okay, yeah. She's like, maybe you shouldn't do experiments on psychopaths. And he goes, I mean, he seemed like a good soldier. <laughs> like, he's just like, you and me both. Like, he's just like, my <laughs> oh, bad. <no. laughs>
2: maybe you shouldn't do experiments. On, on anyone. Ends, so yeah. yeah.
1: Um. So then um, she tries to call her brother to be like, we're coming to get you. And we cut to Luke and we hear his phone ringing in his pocket as he's like taking – hay bales to like decorate for the he's like in the school auditorium Halloween party or whatever yeah so he's like doing that and his phone rings in his pocket and the detention teacher is like Luke I said no phones and so he like has to hand him his phone and like he and he doesn't he doesn't pick it up so then it cuts to Anna like leaving a message being like pick up your phone oh fuck god damn it so then a bunch of sirens drive past them the opposite direction and she's like what's going on And the wire's like, your restaurant got exploded. And she's like, what? And he's he's like, yeah, he exploded your restaurant. And she's like, is anyone alive? And he's like, I mean, he may have intentionally left some people alive in order to, like, waste time for us. But, mm." and she just goes, where are my parents? (gasps) Oh, fuck. And the wire is like. He killed them before they were able to discover his true identity. Mm. And he's like, listen, David has neurological programming to protect the experiment and his identity. If he feels it's compromised, he's programmed to tie up all loose ends.
2: Oh my
1: goodness. (laughs) And he's like, I don't think he could stop even if he wanted to. Yeah. And Anna's like, Cool. So now we cut to them pulling up to the school And she's like let's go get my brother So they go in It's all set up for the dance And it's like weird lighting and ghosts and whatever And there's a maze to get in So like you go into the school And then to get into the auditorium There's like a giant lit up maze. Uh And so the wire is like, what the fuck is this? And she's like, it's a maze. like the only way into the auditorium is through this maze that we set up every year. That seems inconvenient for what we're currently trying to do. (laughs) And so now he has his gun drawn and they like go through the maze and there's one part where like the maze is programmed to like the wall jiggles to Mm -hmm. like scare people. Yeah. And so they both like she screams. And so then the detention teacher is like, is someone in there? And Uh, The wire is like, it's military police. We're here for Luke Peterson. How do you get through this maze? And the teacher is like, left, right, right, left. Then another left, right, left, straight, right, left. And he's like, got it? Oh my gosh. And the wire is like, yep, got it. So uh, he doesn't got it. So they finally get through the maze. Like they make it into the auditorium and Luke is there. And the wires is like, we need to go. And teacher is like, what the fuck is happening? And then all of the lights go off. Oh,
0: no, no. And all
1: of the dance lights come on. And Anna's mixtape starts playing. Oh, my goodness gracious. So the teacher. Uh, so then the wire is like, we got to get out of here. Is there like a back way out of here. So I don't have to fucking unma- like go back through the maze. And the teacher is like uh there's a back way out through the maze like a, and a you know an emergency escape through the maze or whatever shortcut through the maze and uh he's like come this way but to get there they have to go through a fucking hall of mirrors <laughs> which is not great <laughs> it sounds when... like a really fun high school halloween dance I by the by doesn't it it sounds like really incredible it looks really fun um and so they're now in a fucking room of mirrors, which is incredibly inconvenient when you're being chased by a military trained psychopath. And the teacher's like, this way. And then we just hear, slice of human flesh. And the teacher just falls down dead. And so, but it's like mirrors. So it's like, where did he fall? Where is he? It, there's a reflection or is it a body? Whatever. And so then the wire is like, go the other way. So basically he tells the kids to go back into the auditorium because Mm -hmm. he's like, you know. The wire continues forward. And he's like trying to figure out where to go. We see Dan in a reflection, but don't know where that reflection is coming from. And then stab. The wire is stabbed in the gut. And Dan comes out and says, hello, sir. And the wire is like. Army crawling through the House of Mirrors, and Dan is just slowly following him and uh, trying and like just leisurely following him. We cut back to Anna and Luke running back into the gym. So now they're in like the main gym part and cut back to Dan stalking the wire very slowly. The wire dies. Dan takes his gun and puts it next to the wire, like wipes it off and puts it next to the wire. And then he just says to the wire's dead body, you shouldn't have followed me, sir. And gets up and goes le- goes away to find Luke and Anna. So now we cut to Luke and Anna getting out to the front door of the school. And it's locked. It's like chains around it. And they're like, fuck. And so Anna's like, I have an idea. I need you to trust me. So they go back in through the maze. That fucking wall jumps again. She screams. And she's like, fuck. Because then Dan, like, is, like, oh, there you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they keep going. And they're, like, in another part of the maze. And Anna's, like, Luke, I need you to hide here. Do not come out unless you hear me or the police. And Luke is, like, this is stupid. He was probably just after the military guy. Like, we should just go talk to him. Like, he's my friend. And Anna's, like, Luke. Lukey, oh, Luke. Luke. He killed our parents. Mm-hmm. And Luke's just like, what the fuck? And so he finally agrees. She, like, hides him down there. And so, and then she leaves. So now Dan is in the maze now, and he's, like, in the section where we know Luke is, but he, like, can't see him. But we just hear him being, like, really sorry about this. He's, like, I tried to think of another way to do it. And uh, he's, like, right by where Luke is hiding. So question 16. You're Luke. You're hiding. You can see Dan in front of you and he's about to find you what do you do and what does Luke do and I'm hiding where behind a barrel like just in a set in a maze Mm
2: -hmm. I guess he's gonna so he's like (sighs) um I think that he's going to To talk to Dan. Um, And I... uh, I'm going to jump off this barrel and (laughs) die. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to keep hiding and try to see if there's some type of weapon or something around me or protection somehow
1: One point for you. So what he does is he holds his breath and he very quietly takes out the knife that Dan gave him and is holding it in front of him, prepared for him to find him any second. Then Dan hears something in the auditorium, like a crash or something. So he walks away and Luke is like, and like exhales. Uh... So Dan limps back into the main auditorium and he comes upon footprints in the wire's blood. And he's like, "Ah, there you are. And so he starts following the footprints and it leads into like a bigger part of the auditorium where there's a fog machine. So it's a really, really like thick fog machine. So like he actually to see the floor has to like kind of floof the fog away Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm. really thick if you're underneath the fog you're invisible basically and so he's kind of floofing the fog away to see where the bloody footprints lead yeah and then they lead to a pair of shoes with no one in them ha ha at that point she appears behind him anna he turns with a smile and she is holding the gun that Dan had placed next right. to the wires body. Yeah. Okay. She's holding a gun and says, "You killed my parents," and he says, "I did." Now, for me, I'm like, "Why are we having a conversation? Yeah, like, just no, shoot don't him." Talk. So then she shoots, he falls. Question seventeen, Ms. Burns, what do you do? What does she do? Shoot forever. Shoot forever. And what does she do? This motherfucker. People
2: never shoot forever. But she's mad. Mm Mm-hmm. Damn it, woman. What do you do? I think, I think, I think she's going to shoot a bunch, too. I believe in her.
1: Be careful who you believe in. She just shoots the one time. God damn it. Yeah. He killed your parents and your best friend. Yeah, so then she kind of like takes a deep breath and like turns her head, like looks behind her, and then when she looks back, he's obviously gone, like he's not fucking there anymore, (sighs) and she can't fucking see anything because there's a fog machine that she fucking turned on to be a trickster, and now you got tricked, bitch. So she's like trying to like floof, she's like trying to floof the fog away. Stabbed in the leg. And she's like, ah! And at that point, Dan then breaks a light bulb or something. So, like, the hay catches on fire. So he's, like, trying to burn this place down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. At that point, he gets the gun from her and throws it away. And then is on top of her, just calmly strangling her.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> the old calm strangle. The old
1: calm Oof. strangle. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like if somebody's strangling me, I at least want them to be like into it. Yeah. You know, like at least make it look like you're excited about what you're doing. That they have to try that they it have at to... least a little bit. Yeah. I like, just
2: want people to try in their life. Just put in a little bit me. of
1: effort. Exactly. You know? Thank yeah. you. I totally get it. So he's just chill as fuck strangling Rude. her when stab <gasps> Luke Yay. comes up behind him and stabs him right in the back. Dan then stands up and is like, ah, and kind of shakes it off. So Luke is then like, shoot. So he's standing there, but Luke is a Sammy because he then stabs him right in the chest. And Dan is like, ah. And he falls onto a hay bale, like right in front of a fake graveyard. (laughs) And he's dying and he just looks at Luke and he's like, I want you to know you did the right thing. I'm not mad at you uh-huh. and gives him a thumbs up <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. and then dies. Oh man. And Luke's like, cool. Great. Still friends, I guess. That's good. <laughs> Great. Cool. So then he helps Anna out. Like she can't really walk very well because she was stabbed in the leg. And uh, Dan is under the fog and we just kind of like see the fog, like cover his body. And his eye, his gorgeous blue eyes are just open and dead. So now we cut to the fire department outside. And the kids are in the back of an ambulance, blanket over them. Paramedic is like checking their eyes. And then she, you know, they're like, we're fine, we're fine. That same EMT walks over to the, one of the firefighters and she's like, can we get in yet? And the firefighter's like, not yet. We're trying to, like, suss out what's in there. He's like, there's two bodies in there. One of them had their teeth knocked out. I don't know what's going on, but, like, we'll let you know when you can go in. Um, And she's like, okay. So then it pans back to the kids. And then it just pans over to, like, the exit to the school. And it's just, like, it's just so many people. Like, it's just firemen coming in and out and EMTs and all this kind of stuff. And then we have another music cue, which I also filmed, but... I learned my lesson. Mm -hmm. He's (laughs) there's no shirtless Dan Stevens in it, so I won't bore you with it. But uh, thank you. Another like crazy music cue that doesn't match, and Anna's just looking at all the firefighters coming in and out, and one of them comes out with a limp, and she's like, and then music cue, guy in a big giant fireman mask just turns to her and we see that he's got bright blue eyes and a camera back on Anna and she just goes what the fuck credits (laughs) the end fun it was awesome I loved it it was great uh let me total your points thank you Hey, Sammies. So as you've heard, we have a Patreon and we have some amazing BoneCon happening over there. That's bonus content. Bone con all the time. We are constantly updating our benefits and we would love for you guys to come hang out with us over there. And we actually have some deals going on right now if you join soon. Join by
2: October 31st and you'll be entered to win a custom handmade Funko Path of Kim and
1: Kit. So, Sammy's, what are you waiting for? Come on, come over to Patreon. We're all hanging out. Goodbye. We're all gonna stay alive. Okay, so for your dead or alive, bitch, you got seven out of nine. That's fantastic. That's really good um for your points you got 21 out of 34 for a total of 28 out of 43 but you almost got it is you're alive yeah you're alive you're stabbed in the leg but you're alive and you got to see dan with his shirt off so so honestly i'm a winner you are although in reality that's not the part you filmed so i didn't get to see it so in actuality i'm a loser i know no you know who's the biggest loser me I have one job as your best friend, and that is to make is that, sure. It's just really thoughtless. I know, and I'm really sorry. And like, I thought that you knew me better than that. Like, if you were going to film something, that it would not be a really stupid music <laughs> Yeah. We're like, he bowls, he bowls grenades. Grenades. Like, I thought that you would. Like, what was I even thinking? Show him in the steamy part. I'm just, like, really sorry, and I hope you'll forgive me.
2: I'm just, I don't know, like, I'll have to think about it. I'm really disappointed. Okay.
1: I understand. Well, I mean, you know, I'll always love you, but but this, this is going to take time. I understand. This was tough. Yeah. This was really tough. I understand. Um, well, on that note, everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you could um, be a good
2: friend. Maybe a better one than Ketrin and just follow us on social media at KKCM Podcast. Yeah. If you could go ahead and just give us five stars on Apple.
1: And also, like, write us a review. you that know That would be great. Also, someone's knocking at the door. Oh, my God. I'm scared. Or the window behind me. I don't know. Uh, um, well, we're going to sign off because there's yes. a ghost knocking on our door. <laughs> we love you so much. This has
2: been Kim and Ket Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay, stay alive. alive.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. Honey. me i'm, I'm done, done. <laughs> <laughs>